Hi, everybody. I'm Ray Williams. Welcome to the College of Sports Media 10th Anniversary Podcast. February the 4th, 2008. That's when the College of Sports Media, also known as CSM, embarked on a bold mission to train the next generation of radio and television sports broadcasters in Canada. We started with just 14 students and eight instructors. And from that humble beginning, CSM has evolved into one of Canada's top schools, known for producing and honing the talents of many well-rounded individuals in front of the cameras and microphones and also behind the scenes. 10 years later, it's a good time to reflect on the journey. In a series of podcasts, you'll hear from instructors and former students who will reflect on their memories at CSM and how it helped them to reach their potential. We hope you enjoy them, and if you do, please let us know on Twitter at C Sports Media. How's everyone doing today? Hey, good. Good. Yeah? Yeah. How's it feel to be back? Feels strange, but also fun. It's nice to see everyone back. Yeah, it's uh, interesting to walk the hallways again. Um, I haven't been away too long. Mm-hmm. You guys as well, not too long. Not too long. Nick? It's been, it's been a while. Thanks to uh, date me a bit. It's 2011. <laughs> I'm still older than you. Yeah, that's <laughs> One going factor in my life. What's the biggest difference about the building itself? There's more stuff. There's more things hung up, like, you know, more banners and more jerseys. The and clocks. The cl- really... There's more clocks. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently time sign, is important. Do you guys see the sign out front? Uh, that's one? vintage that's vintage no no they have a new they have a new like sleek black uh, sign up front oh, with, with other that. companies as well as college board oh, it wow. looks fantastic you yes. have to direct me to that okay. and they brought the blue one in i think and put it in the the classroom yes. it's egregious it's so large <laughs> <laughs> i like no, it. but it is you know to answer your question it is really really weird to be back here uh, you know for somebody like myself been seven eight years since i stepped i haven't come back since i thought they locked the doors so i didn't come back but <laughs> Um, I, I think it's so interesting, and I think everywhere you look now, there's a CSMer everywhere. I mean, you could be a TSN, Sportsnet, anywhere, yeah. and that's a, that's the most important part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where uh, Nick and and I work at SiriusXM, we have a ton of CSMers there. Yeah, it's all CSM. And, and Sarita and I work at TSN, and basically everyone that works there was here today. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. You look around, and you're like, CSM, CSM, CSM. Yeah, and then you see one guy like Humber, and you're like, yay. You didn't even know Humber had a broadcasting yeah. school. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. So the goal of this is to uh, kind of just look back at uh, how we decided to, everyone has a different story of why they decided to get into sports broadcasting or broadcasting in general and just go around the table here and, and get an idea of why, why you decided to get into the industry and why you selected this lovely school that we all are from. Well, for me, it was a luck of chance. Uh, I wanted to change my career. I did biochemistry at Waterloo working in a pharmacy. Yeah, I went to Waterloo. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, fun. Wow. <laughs> I did the real science though, political science. <laughs> <laughs> so you have one up on me. <laughs> Didn't know what I wanted to do. And then um, I guess I was just exploring different ideas because nowadays you can be whatever you want to be. And Faisal Kamiza actually, uh, I've been friends with him for almost 15 years. So I looked into what he did and he actually went to the school. I called up Dave. I was at Wonderland. I got a call back <laughs> and I'm like on the ride. I was like, oh, okay. I got an interview. So I came in and I looked at the place and I liked how it was very personal, like very one computer, one person. You're only getting 20 other students with you. So I really enjoyed the fact that it was going to be hands-on and not too long. I wasn't wasting my time two years and the success rate was really good. It was like 80% when you get out of uh, at a school to get a job. So I guess 
that is what uh, convinced me to come to the school. What a ride it's been, right? Yeah. I, I think it's been oh, sort I of... Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it, but anyways. Wonderland. Wonderland. Oh, yeah. I'm not can't that I, I can't no. believe I had to explain that. <laughs> I'm probably the most unintelligent radio host you'll find. Uh, but I, I think it's it's so integral for our, our development over the last couple of years is having the opportunity to have a Jim Van Horn or a Ray Williams or a Roger Lajoie or a David Amber. I mean, the list goes on and on of, of industry pros who have been sort of at, at this institution and... Uh, quite honestly, I'll always remember sort of my start here. I came from another place who I won't mention, Fanshawe College. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the dream for me was very young to be a radio broadcaster. I've stuck with that plan and been very, very unsuccessful at that so far. Uh, but I, I think I'll always remember my start here because I had mono the first month of school. Oh, so my. I was up oh. against it uh, as soon as I came into the school because I came in the month of, uh, of October and not September because I missed that first month. But luckily, I knew a couple people in the school already. So that helped me with my transition here. But nonetheless, I was up against it. And uh, I just, you know, had a tremendous time uh, over two years being in this school. But once I graduated, I was ready to leave for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm from Nova Scotia, and I'd never seen the school before I came here for the first time uh, in July when I was already accepted before Did you get I a started. Skype walkthrough? So yeah, well, basically what happened, I went to university in Moncton for four years doing journalism, and I always knew that I kind of wanted to do some form of sports journalism or broadcasting, really since I was like pretty young, like fairly young, maybe in my at least in my teens. And after my, in, in my last year in Moncton, I kind of was trying to figure out what I wanted to do afterwards. And I literally Google searched sports media college and the school came up and I looked on it. At first I thought it was a, it was a joke. Like I, I, I couldn't believe it actually existed. And then I saw, I looked through the list of instructors and I saw Jim Van Horn's name yeah. and other like David Amber was there. And I was like, is this for real? I, I couldn't believe it. And obviously I'd looked up to Jim as a, you know, when I was young, watching t- uh, sports desk as a very young uh, kid all throughout my life. And, and so I immediately emailed Dave and got on the phone and all, I did all, all of my application stuff through video, like sending him videos, getting back to him. And I was accepted. And then I came here and saw it. And uh, must have been a bit intimidating. It, it was a little hmm. bit for sure, but it also served me so well. I, where I am now working at TSN. There's not a chance I would have been there without coming here first. I got my internship at TSN from here and I stayed there and I've been there since. So it definitely has, has worked out for me in that sense. And I took a chance on it and uh, I'm really glad it, I mean, I'm extremely grateful and fortunate that I did. Yeah. For myself, I, I had two careers before this. I was, I am technically still a golf pro and uh, a real estate agent. And, you know, I was, 28 years old getting married and um my wife actually said you know like if you want to do something else you should this is the time to do it and I wish I had done it when I was 20 that's uh, what I should have done um but I, in my mind like it didn't seem like you could be on the radio or on tv like the, like you couldn't just go to school and then be on the radio or on tv like there's something else that had to happen like being an actor you know what I mean like it's not I can same, see you doing that yeah yeah and, and it's like you're like well I can't just be on TV like that I can't just go to school and then all of a sudden someone's like hey you can go on the radio now and start talking like I figured there's some other break that had to happen but it's not you come here you work hard and you get trained and you go to your internship I did everyone here get their their where they work now from their internship no where'd you intern I entered at uh, fantasy fantasy okay. yeah and we were at Sirius and you're at TSN uh, yeah, so uh, you know it's 
if you go and do, you know, you get, you're going to get the opportunity to be an, uh, have an internship. And if you work hard and you're getting an internship at a place that is of quality and a place where you probably would want to see yourself working. So, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, for me, that's why I decided to come here. It was, just, it was quick and I knew it would be hard work. And that one thing, like you said, like when I'm going through the list of people that, that were teaching here, like I see Jim Van Horn. It's mm-hmm. like if there's a sportscaster Hall of Fame, like he's in it. First ballot. First ballot. And, and I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And like, like for everyone here. Anyway, it worked out great. And th- th- those are great nuggets of, uh, of advice too, you know, for future and prospective broadcasters is sort of, you know, stay with it, be patient, um, wait for your opportunity. I-, I know it's, it's an easy business, I think to be down. And a yeah. lot of us have felt that way, I'm sure over the last several years. And I, I think, you know, the most important advice was to be patient and just wait for your break and wait for something to go your way. And I think working hard comes with any occupation and any industry, but certainly in this one, I think you want to you want to set yourself above and beyond apart from other people. And that's that's really integral, I think. And I think, oh, sorry, I don't mean no, to cut you no, off. And I feel like CSM is one of the schools that set you up for that. Yeah. Anytime I've gone anywhere, um, they're like, oh, you're a CSM or oh, you got this. Mm-hmm. And they just assume I know what I'm doing. And they're not wrong because you <laughs> we learn a lot more yeah. than other schools do in certain aspects where we can pick up right where we go. I can go from TSN to fantasy to Sportsnet mm-hmm. and I'll know the business because this school's very good at their details. It's not also, I knew somebody from the year ahead of us who didn't want to do sports like she didn't want to do sports, mm-hmm. but she took this school because of the personal level of it. So she's on TV for not doing sports, but she learned all the like fundamentals yeah. with uh, this school, and she took it and turned into turned it into a um, a reporting gig. Yeah, like one one thing that I was really surprised by at, at the end of it was how much um, knowledge I did get from for everything. Like I, I, before I even went to the school. A friend of mine, we're, we're joking around about writing a sitcom and, and, and how would we ever film it? Like, literally, I could film a sitcom now. Like, I mean, I couldn't act in it, but I, I could film it. I can edit it. With I know suit Jackie, you might be able I to. I might be able to, Sorry. yeah. But, like, it's, it's, it's unbelievable how it, there's, you can go to Sportsnet or TSN or Sirius or whatever, and you don't have to be like, okay, I can do this one thing. You, like, you, you have all the opportunities anytime they need anything because you know how to do all of the aspects. Maybe not, you know, the best at, at, at everything, but you have the knowledge to be able to edit. You have the knowledge to be able to work a camera that you can take so many more opportunities. And when you're at your job and they go, well, we need someone to go out. Well, this, this guy or a girl went to, to CSM. They know how to do everything. Just yeah. send them. And then, it, you know, you, it just it gives you so much more opportunity. Like even right now in the industry, you need to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. There's not just a, a host, a reporter. They need you to be able to shoot, edit, produce all your own segments, which a lot of people sometimes are, get terrified. Like, well, I know how to do it here. It's like, that's what we did every week for Jim's class. Essentially, we're a bunch of Darwin Barneys, are we not? Like versatility, <laughs> versatility is yeah. a damn importance. And uh, I think it's a good point to pick up on is the fact that you should know a lot of stuff and not just one thing majoring mm-hmm. in one thing, because it's, it's not going to help you Keep in the your long options run. options open. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You can't, in this business, especially when you're starting out, you can't be like, I, you can't say I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to say yes and you say have to yes. be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and and do a good job. Like yeah. it's one thing to to say, okay, I can't, you know, be on TV and host a two-hour show today. But you know, if if someone says, look, we're gonna go do a thing, we need someone to work a camera. You gotta be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like even right now, I work at TSN as a freelancer, but I also direct at U of T. I'm a camera person for Rogers Cup. I. I write for, and I'm on a podcast, right? So I write for TSN and I'm on a podcast. So no matter what, I've been out of the, um, out of school for two years, but I still do four different jobs Mm -hmm. because you never know when opportunity knocks because you can be like, yeah, I've been directing for two years still. 
right? It might not be every day, but you still have that on your on your resume. And that, and that's the one thing I think we all picked up from Roger Lajoie, uh, <laughs> one of the hardest working individuals I've ever met in my mm-hmm. life in terms of uh, not even this this industry. Um, I think he showed to us the, the ability to be versatile, do different things. And I mean, we hear him on the fan. We see him writing for Reuters. I mean, it the list is, is endless now with the Belleville Senators. So I think, you know, great point. Yeah, well done. It, it, it's true with the the teachers professors that we have yeah. you did you're getting um just this positive energy all the time that and and they really let you know that in this business you're gonna have to do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. it, it might not always be what you want to do it may not be where you want to be in 10 years but it's in the opportunities don't always come and when you get them you have to take them and if you do you can be successful and like you say with, with roger like nelson millman was our, our professor the first year that i was here and he said like literally i could just call Raj anytime i wanted and he could fill in on a show like it didn't matter what sports and that's were a on. good rep to gather yeah, right? yeah yeah exactly like you, you know it didn't matter what sports were on like what time of year it was like just call Raj and he'll fill in because he's gonna he do a good ready. show yeah amazing and you mentioned we kind of become darwin barney's going through this and being able to do everything but i think one of the best things about the school and, and one of its legacies for sure is that there's also been a bunch of Josh Donaldson's too, yeah. now, whether it's, you know, Sean McKenzie or, or Faisal Kamiza, you know, guys that have had massive success and, and there's, and obviously, you know, this is 10 years. Still giving back. So if you're thinking about, you know, 10 years from now, there's still a bunch of people that will end up on air that aren't there yet because it is such a long haul. And like you said, it's a process you work mm-hmm. through it, but one of the, yeah, one of the best things for sure is you know, who, who knows if those people end up on air if, if they're not here first. And maybe they do, maybe they don't, but definitely their path through here has been a massive reason for it. And, and you're ready when you come out. Yeah. Why don't we get into the aspirations? I'm not the host here, but I do that on a daily basis. So yeah. why don't we, we, we go around and talk about aspirations of what we aspire to be? I know we're, we're at different points in our careers thus far, but we all have an end game, don't we? Yeah, I, um, for sure. Minus to take your job. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no, good sorry. luck with that. <laughs> no, uh, you know, it, I enjoy um, being on the radio. I think it's um, where I like to be because uh, television is fantastic. Obviously, you get to be on camera. Uh, the money's great. But with radio, you get to spend. I mean, Nick, as you know, you do a, a four-hour show on Saturday night. You really get to talk, mm-hmm. you know, and you really get to express yourself on radio. And so for aspirations for me, I mean, I'm – where I'd like to be, uh, which is starting the road onto uh, being on radio as much as I possibly can and uh, maybe being a host one day. We'll Wrong see. choice. Money sucks. Go to TV. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's I'm true. not kidding about that either. Um, no, I, <laughs> I, I think it's interesting when you look at the, the world of radio broadcasting. And I often get this question of what I aspire to be. I think, I think naturally covering hockey, I'd love to work for a team and sort of travel around. Uh, I'm big into travel. Went to Europe five straight summers. Like I've literally done it all. So I think I want to integrate that into my lifestyle. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see if it works out. But I think you're you're always trying to grow. Like now I do nights and weekends. I'd love to be a daytime host, but we'll see if it happens. I don't know what I would want. I still like, I think every day it's like, oh, I want to be a camera person. Oh, I want to do mm-hmm. this. But I've always, always, always wanted to work for the Toronto Blue Jays. I think that's my end goal is to get into the to get into that clubhouse and just take in 162 games with the boys in blue. I would travel with them as well. And I think being able to get the inside information and kind of be that beat reporter with them, I think that would be like my end goal. I want to keep growing. I I don't have any specific end goals. Uh, I definitely do want to be on air at some point. And whether that's TV, whether that's radio, that's 
even writing. I, I love writing too. And I think it's important to set goals for sure because otherwise you kind of don't, you're kind of spinning in the mud. You don't necessarily know what you're going towards, but to have very specific goals that you will look at and say, if I don't do this, then I'm failing. I don't think that's necessarily true because for one, we don't even necessarily know where this business is going 20 years from now. Sure. There's so much that could be changed and things that don't even exist as potential jobs could be, could be careers. And so I want to just keep moving forward and, and obviously beginning and starting at TSN and working with, you know, some outstanding broadcasters, in, in, I guess in a sense, working for some outstanding broadcasters <laughs> in, in the sense that you're writing for them. Uh, I'm around them all the time and, and, I, and I still feel like I'm a part of it, even though I'm not on air and definitely far from, from that at, at this point. I don't want to necessarily think of, I have to do this or I fail because there's too many different ways and there's too many outlook, uh, ways to reach success. And success can't be defined just by whether or not my face was on TV that one time. You yeah, know? No, you're right. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's whether or not you're getting the satisfaction out of what you're doing. Exactly. And, you know, one thing that's, that's great about this business is you can feel like you're part of the team and, 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 and putting a quality product on the air without necessarily being the face behind or sorry, in front of the camera. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, uh, for me anyway, when we, we put on a show at, at Sirius XM, it's, there's a lot of effort that goes into it. And then afterwards the show that I do replays and I get to listen back to it. And it's just cool to be able to say, okay, yeah, wow, this is what it ended up sounding like. Even though we put in eight hours of work for, uh, you know, a 55 minute show, this is this. It's a lot of prep. Are you sure you're doing that? Yeah, it's a lot of prep. But anyway, it it gets, it gets, it's really satisfying to get something, to see that quality of of product. Even if you're working on the row at SportsCenter TSN and you do a highlight pack, when it rolls, you're like, man, that was mine. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's you cool. You get a sense of pride and joy when you see it. You're like, that's my baby right there. Yeah. And especially when it's a tough day, you're just like, oh. But then when you see people come by and like, hey, was that your pack? And you're like, oh, yeah. And like, wow, that was an amazing yeah. pack. And you're like, okay. It's not. Uh, for some people, like my brother or whatever, they're like, they won't watch SportsCenter every day. But then when they do, it's like they are now noticing mm-hmm. people's writing and all that. And you grow, as you're saying, every day with the different ways you write, the different ways you incorporate yourself into packs. And I guess that's a good thing. I'm selfish. I'm just in it for the media meals. Uh, some of the spreads I've experienced over the years. <laughs> spread like, today. Oh, yeah, no, the yeah. Spread, spread today. They anteed up and good for them in the 10-year anniversary of the College of Sports Media. But uh, I think it's it's great points made by all in the in the fact that you know, for instance, you see Jay and Dan on TV back in Canada, back from the States. And I think people, you know, the normal listener and, and watcher won't understand sort of the, the back work on that. Jay and Dan are great because of their staff and their support people and everybody who writes and stuff like, like I you. Work so. on, no, I actually work <laughs> yeah, on their yeah. show now, which is amazing. There you go. So, They're I mean, that, that's a prime <laughs> example. I mean, we, we, we sometimes see the talent in broadcasting, whether it be a broadcaster. We don't know what the producer does. We don't know what the board operator has been up. You know, it's the same, same thing with TV. Like, you know, uh, Tim and Sid, I mean, it's the same kind of situation. Without everybody working as a team, I think you're never going to get anywhere. So you can't be Allen Iverson. Some people don't realize it when they start looking at SportsCenter and see the people in the background. They're mm-hmm. like, who are those people? I'm like, yeah. those are all the people making everybody the show. Everybody actually doing the work. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, like, of course, the hosts and uh, anchors do their on cameras. And they, yeah. they're all, you You just see the prep that goes into these exactly. guys who come in early. But it is, it takes a village to, you know, raise a child. It takes a village oh, a, to put it, on a show. It's a good analogy. And I, 
I think that's proper too if you're ever hosting a show is to give credit you know it's, it's a small 15 30 second block I always do it you know that you know you, t- you thank the producer the co-host yeah. everybody because I think it's it's a team mentality and, and, and once you you get away from that that's when you're, you're down a slippery path Robert mm-hmm. and to bring it all back I think that's mm-hmm. one of the, the best things about here was the team mentality and, yeah. and all the people and, and the memories that we share getting to know you know friendships that will last forever yeah. mm-hmm. No, you know it's true. You know, every every year I'm sure has an affinity to their year. But uh, you know, I I was lucky with the people that I got to to be with at this school, um, and and we had a great time for two years. But um, last thing, we are going to uh, recap our favorite memory here at CSM, and I'm going to start with you, Sarita. Oh, that was a lot of pressure there. I think my favorite memory, I would have to say. I really can't think of one, like a specific one. I think Festivus is fun. I know yeah. that's, uh, I don't know if that's uh, um, radio friendly, but I think it's fun <laughs> to it let was, loose. It is. And let loose and everyone brought in a gift. Everyone's like robbing everyone for their gifts. Yeah. You get to know a lot of people because then our both years got to mix. So that's where I met Alicia mm-hmm. and the years ahead and even the years after us. It's, it's fun to to not be in that kind of school mode and actually get to know a person. And I feel like that's where those friendships uh, bonded. Like Norm and I were the same year. We do work at TSN, but since school, even when we weren't working together, we would like hang out. We always call it like, we still have like our Facebook group and Mm -hmm. we'll like always chat in there. And we're always like rooting for everybody in our year. And I think that's what um, it leads to. It's, It's not just what you learn in school. It's those friendships that you will take with you. Oh, certainly. And I think aside from the mono of my experience, (laughs) it's got to stop kissing people, I guess. Um, But I I think Ray's words of wisdoms over the years, I even know, and I'm cognizant to this point when I go on air, even though I use them a million percent for sure, um, is cliches and and bringing those up and and really thinking about it when you go to air and say something, uh, whether you be on air or behind the scenes, that maybe that's overused. And I I think a lot of that credit goes to Ray and and his classes and also uh, even getting you set for the hours in the business. Uh, I think all of us know that you're not working a nine to five. I'm sorry if if you have aspirations for that good luck enter another field not a lot yeah exactly so i i think ray even ray's class with the early mornings loop and you know you yearn to see <laughs> you yearn to see ray at, at 5 a.m like that was the best time <laughs> of my life but I, I honestly feel like it's an underlying message i took away from this place not to say just because he's listening to us right now but um i, I think uh, every single teacher uh, taught me an abundance of what i know today it's true i would say my favorite memory was the um was the sitcom that we worked on for brandon lynch's show or mm-hmm. Brent Lynch's Stuck in class, the middle. <laughs> which was a massive undertaking that we only realized afterwards how how much work it took and just to put on a 22 minute television show and obviously you know definitely wasn't any to any standard of any show that's ever <laughs> been on tv value. ever yeah. <laughs> uh, but just to get an idea and the writing and and putting all that work and, and really coming out with something that you can be proud of even if it's just four people you know, doing a little fun show for yeah. just for fun, uh, just like us. Eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was something I, that I was proud of, and I was proud of our team. For Sarita was a part of that as well. I still have it on my hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I watch it once, <laughs> once a month. For me, for me, it was it was not just one thing, but it was the night shows. I, I really enjoyed that. Just that set schedule of coming in, and then there was a hard out for the end of the show, and it was that the process of putting that together was real life. You know what I mean? It really was like we were doing. A show because we were and 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 again the the people that i was in school with were great we had a great time it was fun 
sports on in the back in the couches, people grabbing pizza or whatever, and just it felt like we were doing A real, real stuff. Yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. and for me, I was uh, I was so surprised uh, how much I enjoyed it. And, and, and that's when I really realized that, Hey, I want to do this because like, well, I mean, I, I was going to do it regardless because I <laughs> came hope, here. Yeah. yeah. But You're I mean, I really was like, wow, him. like this is like, this is fun. I'm having mm-hmm. a good time. I wish we could still be doing those shows. Cause it was, that was, that was the best time for me. And I can't speak for Sarita, but I, I may be able to anyway. Uh, those shows help me immensely yeah. to where I right am now, now as yeah. far yeah. as like the work that we're doing. It's amazing. The amount of, certainly the process is a little bit different as, to, as how work gets done, but as far as, uh, the ideas and, and storytelling yeah. and what you're aiming for. Yeah. So much of it has been carried over to where I am now. It's, it's amazing. It's phenomenal how much they trust in you to do even like, uh, in other schools, like, Oh, you touch a camera. Like the, mm-hmm. we're on camera the first day when Jim did that test. Well, everyone's like, it takes until year three to get on there. So being hands on at the school, it, you cannot, you can't measure that anywhere else. Better get paid gratuities for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the promotion, but rightfully so fantastic school. Mm-hmm. Great. Sarita, Nick, Norm. That was fun. It was that great. Was. Thank that was you. really cool to come back and see uh, see the school and see everybody again, and we'll see everybody in ten years. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, better, right. better spread next. Time. Yeah. <laughs>